Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am super fabulous. I tell you what. <laughs> How are I'll you? I said that about you. <laughs> I am great. My name is Katie. Oh, and I'm Eric. And this is 30-minute series where we talk about TV. And last week, if you listened, we did our fall 2015 two-part preview spectacular. Yes. And uh, we and hope you're watching some of those premieres. Yeah, I've been watching a couple, uh, which we can talk about in a sec, but we are doing a what we call a regular show this week, and then next week we'll record our two-part fall preview uh, spectacular October edition, because we've only talked about September so far, but we thought mm-hmm. we'd leave it until we were a little closer to October. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so what's your favorite brand new show that's premiered in September thus far? Oh, golly. Um... I, I don't know. Uh, that's, that's not fair, because pre- I have one. <laughs> that's uh, that's premiered. Probably the late show with uh, Stephen Me Colbert. Too. <laughs> Me too. Yay, we win. Mm-mm-mm. Isn't it fun? Yes, indeed. Uh, and uh, I have not watched a... Uh, Actually, there uh, hasn't been uh, any uh, other new shows yeah. that premiered in September yet. Uh, it's just not fair to the other shows, is it? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Except Hand of God, which we both agreed sounded miserable. So, uh, What's today, the 12th, is it? Yes. Yes, today is the 12th. 12th. And oh, you were right. Hand of God and Late Show. <laughs> no wonder so, I had trouble uh, thinking of another show. I'm just being a total ween. <laughs> okay, so favorite part of Stephen Colbert. Go. Not part of him, but part of the show. It's uh, fast-forwardable, <laughs> because if there's a guest I don't like, and I can fast-forward through all the musical numbers, so I can digest the late show that's with Stephen Colbert. That's not like about the show. Come uh, yeah, on, th- that's true of everything. <laughs> there, no, there's a, better than that. There's a monologue, and then there's a skit, or a bit, and you know, uh, and then they go right in with the guests and the music. Yep. And um, so far... I watched uh, the premiere episode all the way through. Uh, had to because we uh, watched it on Xfinity because I was uh, a dunce and forgot to record it, and so I had to watch it on demand, which it's did not premiere, allow. Uh, right? No, it did. Uh, it didn't allow fast forwarding, and so oh, we had to. What? You can just click. You're weird. And so uh, <laughs> there was that in the subsequent episodes. Uh, his commentary. Especially with uh, Trump and Oreos, that bit I, I, was brilliant. It was actually brilliant. Oh my gosh, it was so when impressive. He laid back and was like, <laughs> I was like, yup. Like that's that's exactly what it is. It's just so gratuitous. <laughs> the word, and the the unfortunate part is the gratuitous. You know, we have to be, um, we have to be gratified by whatever the whole thing's <laughs> anyway but so i watched last night's his friday night his fourth and final show of the week and he was like he's it's like one week we made it and uh he talked about uh hillary and stuff and it's like what's what's great is he's not pulling any punches for any of them mm-hmm. so he's going to be f- at least somewhat fair like if he's poking at at the donald he's gonna poke at the hillary too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sure sure um i strongly highly can't recommend enough if you want to know because it's been kind of hard to get a bead on him for me because 
sometimes I get callbacks to his uh, persona, like right. his Colbert Report persona. Mm-hmm. You know, the Republican right wing, uh, super right wing, super religious. But mm-hmm. every once in a while, I think, oh, he's he's being genuine. This is the authentic Colbert that we're seeing here, and. He, it's not really that different. Like his persona that he played, you know, he's not really that different from it. The only thing that's different is probably his political views, but everything else is, yeah, he's a ham and he's goofy. And, <laughs> mm-hmm, and, so, mm-hmm. and so one of the interviews that was this week, I, I can't stress enough that if you want to know if you will like the show or not and like him or not, mm-hmm. that sets him apart from other hosts in the time slot and the genre is his interview with Joe Biden. Oh and yeah. Did and he was just so thoughtful and he talked he talked about well I'll let you watch it but he didn't hold back like he wasn't just you know so how have you been have you written mm-hmm. any trends lately like he he it was really heavy hitting in a very dignified manner and he never interrupted him mm-hmm. unless he needed unless Joe needed a moment and then he'd jump in with, you know, this is awesome of you kind of thing. Um, mm. Whereas Fallon, in his nervousness and his youth and his exuberance, will quite often talk over people and fill in the gap. Like whenever anybody goes, uh, he'll be like, you mean you, you, you know, Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, just in that North American way that a lot of us do. Colbert was very just, he just listened and it was just, and I I already love Joe Biden. I think he's mm-hmm. I think he's a sweetheart, and I I I really like that he just says whatever jumps into his mind. I mean, it's entertaining, but it's also it just shows that he just is himself and unapologetically. And I really like that about him as a person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think Stephen just brought out the all the best qualities in uh, you know in Vice President Biden that night. So that was. Then I was like, okay, this is where this is going. But he could also be funny with Amy Schumer, you know, or Scarlett Johansson, just have fun. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the Biden interview was very thoughtful, and I thought it was very well constructed, and how he did it was lovely. And I just, I thought, oh, you know what? This is, yeah, this is where it's going to kind of rest for me, is he'll do these every now and then. And you know who did that it was Letterman. Letterman would have somebody on, you know, like a, like a, somebody who had received the purple heart or the medal of of honor or whatever for for something heroic they did in Iraq like save 10 guys or something mm-hmm. and the interview would be so great cuz he would just be you know he would be doing it because he wanted to improve the world somehow through this interview hmm. that's well, the that's sense a, I got that's an interesting perspective yeah i, yeah, uh, I yeah, sort of went good. on about that longer than I had intended. But yeah, so I, I just like that he's going to be a big goof and he's going to do the silly dancing, and uh, but we're still going to have these really, really well done, deep hitting interviews, I guess is the only way to say it. And uh, I love the band leader. Batista is great. I think oh, that's yeah. His name. Oh, fan, fantastic. So talented. Plays every instru- instrument, dances, j- jumps into the crowd. Like, you know, like he's just, he's a really, really great band leader. And uh, the whole band is adorable. But the, the band leader, um, can't can't say enough about him. So anyway, 
the show's off to a great start, so congrats to Colbert for that. Like, he's listening. Hi, Stephen. I predict <laughs> our usual behavior will be to listen to the uh, monologue and the opening skit. I don't know what you call them. It's not really a skit. It's a bit, a commentary. Yeah, a little shtick, yeah. So, yeah, did you notice the format of the show is different in that he comes out, does the monologue, and then they do the music? Like, then they do the opening? Because he gets to introduce the band who then plays the opening music. Oh, no, I, I'm the, not familiar enough with music. the late night yeah, format. So it's usually, yeah, so usually it's music, somebody announces him, and then he comes out and does the monologue and the show just starts. What he does is he just comes out and he's dancing with John Batiste and then, or Batista, I think he's called. And then, uh, and then he does his little monologue and then he ends on like what, you know, like one of those, the funniest joke is what he ends on and then they start. And they do the actual music and the opening. Like, it's not just a cold opening. It's kind of cool. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I predict that we'll listen to, uh, you know, the monologue and the commentary. And then if there aren't any guests, uh, we're super interested in hearing about the uh, end uh, right there. And if there is a guest, just uh, uh, fast forward to that part and then end. <laughs> Unless he does something super hysterical, which I will alert you to, you know, like, mm. but you're right, the shtick with, so far the little skiddy things haven't been that funny, but I mean, they never are on brand new shows. Mm. Uh, Colbert's stuff wasn't fun the first week at all. I thought it was kind of goofy, but now some of them are good. I still fast forward through a couple, but yeah, so John Batista, I can't say enough about him. Like, he's just, he's just super cool. Um uh, let me read what E online has to say about Ooh. him. It says, in addition to being rather easy on the eyes, his energy is infectious, his smile lights up the studio, and we could watch him play the melodic melodica all night. Yes, that's the cool piano flute hybrid he enters the room playing. We don't know yet whether Colbert's, Colbert plans to use Batista or members of his band stay human more in bits and banter, a la Jimmy Fallon and the Roots. But so far we're good with high kicking intros and many close many many close ups of Batista perhaps your curiosity about him was peak too um and then they go into eight things about, that you need to know about him what can't he play what doesn't he do so then they go mm. through all the stuff he's done you know he released his first album at 17 he's played with Wynton Marsalis and Lenny Kravitz and Prince and uh um he's he's played on the subway <laughs> stuff like that wow. he's like a pied piper um but hang on oh he's been known to start playing from a seat in the audience like he did at carnegie hall you know hmm. um yeah and then then it goes all about his his background and the band and colbert has been a long time fan of him he was a guest in 2014 on the on the colbert report oh i, I didn't remember that yeah and then he said to Rolling Stone that Colbert is his spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's that just... That sounds like a great pairing. Oh, absolutely. Because they have this mutual love of one another already. They have so much fun on stage. Like when he when Stephen enters the studio and they're just standing there high kicking or dancing or whatever they're doing. Um, yeah, they're very cute together. So, And he's kind of done... He's going to do that instead of having, uh, you know how some some hosts will have the Ed McMahon character, like Conan has Andy Richter. Oh and, yeah, yeah. And mm -hmm. uh, Cole and um, uh, Jimmy Fallon has um, 
oh, his name just flew out of my head, but he's got a guy who I really <laughs> like. Sorry. Um, yeah, so he's not going to do that. He's just going to have the band leader, a la Seth Meyers with Fred Armisen kind of thing. Anyway. Mm, I see. So, yeah, I guess we we enjoyed <laughs> talking to <about laughs> Stephen Colbert. Uh, do we even need to do a show? Maybe we could just call it the Colbert, the late show with <laughs> Colbert. Oh, well, That's uh, not even my pick this I week. I was just about to ask if that was your pick. No. Okay. Well, I probably won't talk about this show as much as mm-hmm. Colbert, which is probably good news to everybody, including you. But, um, <laughs> okay, my pick is Empire. I have to oh, pick it. Oh, Empire. I have to pick it. Mm-hmm. So I'm picking it for two reasons. Number one, I watched it. And I, I thought, I'll watch the first show and see if I like it, see if, if it has reasons, you know, for everybody liking it. And oh my gosh, I watched like all 10 or 12 or however <laughs> wow. there are in five days. Oh my like, gosh. I just nom, 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 nom. I <laughs> eated them all up. Um, loved it. Gosh, loved it. And as I'm watching it, I'm thinking, hmm, will Eric love this as much as me? Will Eric eat this up? And I do not think you will. Oh, really? Because it's a show about music. And there's a lot of music in it. And they break into song and they're re- in the recording studio. And, and the music is the backdrop for the whole show. Well, uh, can I fast forward through the musical numbers? No. Oh. Because there's stuff that just, because it's not just, you know, because like they'll be in the recording studio and they'll play like like minute 30 of the song that he's recording. And all of a sudden someone will yell, no, 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 or cut or, you know, so you can't tell if somebody's rapping in a mic and then they go to talking to the guy in the booth. Gosh, darn it. Hmm. So, That's clever of them. <laughs> but, oh, and I, but the songs are so good. Like I was singing them all week. I'm walking through the house going dollar, dollar bills. Yo, you know, and like, it's just, <laughs> I love the songs, but, and I just expected to hate. Here's what killed me is I expected to hate Cookie's character, right? Because she's like angry black woman and I'm just like, oh, I have no time for that kind of stuff. Or a white woman for that matter. Just angry women who are just, you know, oh, no, you didn't. I just don't like that, right? Mm -hmm. I love her so much. Oh, my gosh. Wow. And then her ex-husband... I don't want to give away the story because it unfolds pretty quickly in the first episode. So, but her ex or former or whatever husband, Terrence Howard, uh, who's the head of Empire, um, which is a record company, um, he's. Uh, I want to hate him too. I just want to hate him so much, and I love him too. <laughs> and then you want to, and then so, and then they have an oldest son who's kind of a schemy bastard, and you're like, oh, I want to hate him, but then. <laughs> well, the poor guy. <laughs> oh, I just love him sometimes. And then the middle child. Oh, there's nothing not to like about him. And except at the very end, you're like, dude, why is he being a jerk? And then the youngest spoiled brat kid. You're like, oh, good. Finally, I get to hate someone. No, I just love him so much. <laughs> it's not his fault. So then... <laughs> So then everyone around them, you're like, oh, I want to, I, oh, I hate her. She's, oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, she's cool. <laughs> this happened over and over again. Every really? time I wanted wow. to hate somebody, mm-hmm. they either made them super, super uh, sympathetic or or, um, or the people that were kind of passive-aggressive 
losers, they'd, they'd do something super sneaky and awesome. And you'd be like, oh, yeah. You know, like it was just oh, all the people that you just think, okay, that's the one I'm going to not root for. By the end, you're like, oh, I'm rooting for you. <laughs> crazy. It's crazy. It just, it's just a, a fun ride. It's just a fun ride. And it's not, it's not more than it pretends to be. It's just a show about people, you know, just trying to do what they do and, and backstabbing and, you know, and trying to keep each other down. But, and then they look at each other and go, wait, no, I love you, man. And, you know, like it just goes back (laughs) and forth and back and forth and they all pull together as a family, but then they all get flung apart again. And then a couple come together and then they'll, oh my gosh, it's just great. It's just great. I think I have a uh, counter, uh, a, a good counter to... Uh, oh, for a show? Yeah. Yeah, for uh, Empire. Okay. Uh, so my pick, uh, my versus, <laughs> Empire versus uh, Difficult People. I, uh, I, I'm i pretty sure I've mentioned it on this uh, show before. That was your pick last week. It wasn't. Was it? No, it <laughs> yeah. can't be. I just looked. No. Was no, it? it was. No. <laughs> Do not want it was. What? That was your choice last week for a show. That's right. I, it's not and in the notes because it wasn't. comedy to go against that one. Yeah, it wasn't the, like we did the fall preview, but at the very end we did a couple we quick did picks. picks. Oh, no. Okay. You know so, why we did picks? Because you were so excited about, about this show. About difficult people, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so ignore that. Uh, I, I said nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, I mean, this is a show about difficult people. I mean, don't get me wrong. Goodness <laughs> gracious me. Um Oh, well, yeah, okay. I, I have a I have a different show. It's a comedy. Um, and, hmm, I don't think it relates to Empire at all, though, is the problem. <laughs> um, well, I mean, if I mean, hmm. so what's a good yeah. juxtaposition for Empire, though? I was trying to think, you know, um, that's every show that doesn't have a song in it. Right, <laughs> because it's uh, no, you know, but not Empire's only that. Is is there something that you watch that um, you thought, oh, I'll try one, and then you just ate them all, like ate the whole season in one sitting? Uh, yeah, there is. A, th- that would be my pick. Um, Difficult people. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, it is a good show though. <laughs> but uh, I'll I'll see. Um, okay, there's the show I picked. Uh, this show, The Soup, back in episode I think twenty one or so. Right. I just saw it. And uh, the soup, what it does is take clips of different shows and makes fun of them. Right. Usually reality shows because, you know, that's because low hanging fruit. <laughs> and uh, but the uh, star of it, uh, Joel McHale, who mm-hmm. uh, used to be on uh, Community. He you know, still the, is. And uh, oh, yeah. On Yahoo. Yahoo. And Good luck finding it. <laughs> right. And so we, we watch it because we're sneaky, but yeah. I, I wonder if it's on Hulu now. But any Hoozle. It's on Watch series. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, exactly. You have to like, you know, slog through Hunt it down. 20 spammy ads. Yep. So uh, Joel McHale uh, is now executive producing a kind of spin off similar show on the same network. And, no. And I what? thought. I thought, hey, this sounds kind of dumb, really. I mean, I don't really quite understand. You know, the uh, the soup, it uses as its source material clips of other shows. And so those clips are like well-produced and at least and, you know, are somewhat interesting. You know, there's something, there's some meat there to eat. And so right. he's, right. he started a, a new show called The Comment 
section, which all it does is makes fun of people's comments on the internet. And that seems like the weakest uh, material to draw from. But the comment section is uh, uh, hosted by a fellow, uh, ooh, I forget his first name, but his last name is Costa. And because uh, I remember that because he has a segment in his show called the Costa doing business. <laughs> and, uh, and there's a, another section called uh, go to bed angry. It's the last uh, thing he does, you know, at the end of the show, he'll present some, uh, some idea or something that's out in the world that when you look at it, just makes you completely angry that it exists. And this is the planet that we live on. Right. <laughs> and so some, uh, some absurdity, you know, like uh, everybody making a big deal out of, you know, some rapper having sex with some person, you know, or something like that. And, you know, this is a big deal, you know, and stuff like that. So anyway, anyway, my point is they, uh, the strength of this show is that they take inherently weak, ridiculous material and they make from it something genuinely funny and entertaining and and interesting because they cover current events and whatnot and um, both in pop culture and in the real world you know politics and everything and so and they have a guest someone who's popular on the internet like a youtuber who has a million you know subscribers or something like that and they quiz them on something and the quizzes are funny but uh all in all the comment section is on right after the soup it's uh i uh, pick it as a juxtaposition because uh empire um everybody loves it and it just went like gangbusters uh the comment section i expected to be just awful and i wouldn't even watched it at all except they did a um double episode of the soup and the comment section so the tivo recorded both shows at once you know they tricked everyone's dvr into thinking that they were recording an hour's worth of the soup but actually it was you know 30 minutes of the soup and then 30 minutes of comment section so uh, since it was on i watched it and it hooked me (laughs) and now i watch every episode uh, eagerly and it might even be funnier than the soup because in order to take this weak material and make something funny from it they have to write jokes and be funny and put a lot of thought into it and so uh because of that i don't know the jokes might be a little bit more funny than they are in the soup and so uh, yeah there you go that's my verses oh that's funny that's funny well while you were talking about that i went and i started to read the comments on the news article where they announced the show <laughs> and someone wrote Joel McHale is too bright for this type of juvenile bullshit show what a pathetic waste and yeah let's encourage more trolling by bullies way to go E <laughs> and Bambi answers you made the first episode in my heart <laughs> like, so dumb oh my goodness I love that people are trolling in the comments for the show about <laughs> comment trolls it's great Ah, so I had not heard about that at all at all so I will, I'm putting a maybe for me. What are you putting for Empire? Well, I was going to put a yes, because everybody just goes ape for it. And yep. uh, I want to go ape. I love, uh, you know, just going uh, bonkers over uh, quality things. But, no, uh, but, but, but you're saying that there's music and you can't fast forward through it. And... Well, I think you should watch through the first episode and see, because if... Okay. if... <laughs> don't you think you should try it? Uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. oh, gosh, I want to. Everybody says it's super good. Um, but I want to see music. what you think. But I was worried that I would watch it. And because everybody had said how super good it was, that I'd be like, eh. Well, it, it's like uh, everybody raving about this uh, coconut cream pie. Uh, but I don't like coconut. <laughs> 
you know? Right. You right. know, like, this is the best pie ever. Well, that's a little different because if you can't abide the taste, oh, I guess it's the same. All right. Well, just take a bite because maybe it's been a few years and maybe you'll like it more than you remembered as a teenager. <laughs> okay. Deal. I'll watch the first episode. It's not available on Hulu. And yeah, uh, it is. we have a sub- uh, subscribe to the uh, commercial free version of Hulu. And so I'll be able to watch that's Empire Plus. Uh, no, it's a no no longer Hulu Plus. They dropped that uh, oh. a while ago. Now it's just Hulu, and oh, uh, uh, it's Hulu with two pricing tiers. <laughs> and so right. we, uh, I will be able to just plow right through that first episode and see what's what. Just see what's what and tell me what you think next week. That's your homework. Okay, uh, I have Joel McHale news before we go. Oh, I don't really? Know if we're at thirty minutes. Are we at thirty? Uh, minutes? We are at uh, twenty-five almost. Oh, all right. So I'll slow down then. <laughs> So Joel McHale <laughs> is currently filming something that you and I are both interested in. Oh, is he now? Yep. He is filming the X-Files revival TV series, as, and he is Tad O'Malley. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. You know what X-Files is? Yeah. Well, he's just playing a dude called Tad O'Malley. <laughs> okay. Tad O'Malley is in, but not only that, you think, oh, so he's in a he's in a show or two. No, he's in all six of the first six episodes. Oh, good for him. Yep. There you go. So Tad O'Malley might be, who knows, he might be like the office administrator that gives them post-its. I don't know who <laughs> he is, but dude, he's in X-Files, and that's pretty cool because I like Joel McHale, and I think sometimes he gets a bad rap or gets saddled or stays at a show long past its expiration date. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so this might be cool. I find him very funny. Hmm. Oh, I do too. I, I like uh, Joel, Joel McHale, uh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that's what that's what we'll see him in next when we're not uh, reading the comments. And uh, when does X-Files come out, do you recall? It looks like it's 2016. Mm-hmm. But is um, it, uh, do you remember if it's like early or late? Or? Let me just check. Uh, it says, it says season one, 2016. And I'm clicking on season one. Uh, January, look at you getting your Christmas Ooh, wish. Oh, that's excellent. adorable. Okay, so it's going to have a two night. It looks like it's going to have a two night premiere, one and two. Uh, season one, episode one, My Struggle. January 24 and then home again is season one episode two and that'll be January 25 so the next day it's untitled X-Files revival so far but it maybe it'll be like the X-Files I don't know I don't know something else it just says untitled X-Files revival but it starts with season one, not like 11, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, I wonder what it'll be called. Abducted again. <laughs> <laughs> the abductening. Uh, <laughs> Electric abdugaloo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm excited about that. Um, uh, what happened to Fear the Walking Dead? Oh, did oh, that's a good point. Uh, there was it no just new episode. There, well, there were two, and then nothing. Oh, I didn't. I didn't notice the absence. Uh, so I last don't know. Sunday there wasn't a third one that I saw. Um, There's nothing on Mativo for it, so yeah. But I guess that's it a bad. That 
that's pretty bad juju. I mean, it was the most, wasn't it the most watched season premiere in television history or something crazy? Yeah, there was some statistic that was similar to that. Yeah, I forget. <laughs> yeah, so it's weird for me for them to do one, two, and then to go, eh, we don't need to, we don't need to put three out right away. Like, yeah, you do. You got to keep it strong, guys. So um, let's just see what's going on with, because you've seen two, right? Yes, I have seen all that have aired as far as I know. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's all that's aired. So I'm just kind of sitting here going, wait, guys, guys, what, guys? So uh, let me just check amc.com and see what the what. Um, well, uh, new episode Sunday. Okay, so mm-hmm. it'll be back. But dude, who does that? Who puts out two episodes and then doesn't do a third? Yeah, That's... the pilot aired uh, August 23, according to Wikipedia. And then episode two was a week later, August 30th. Yep. And then episode three, titled The Dog, will will be ep- uh, September 13th. So yeah, went from August 30 to September 13th. Skipped a week. So to me, that's just super weird. It for, is. Especially for a brand spanking Seems kind of dumb. Well, the, the rest of the series is weekly. Every other episode from three to six is, you know, one, one a week. So Okay, well, hmm. all right. Well, that's the only other exciting thing that happened in, in my world was that I was like, where's the other fucking dad? The thing that oh. was exciting to me, yeah. uh, uh, for both of us, really, is there were new episodes of Steven Universe. Yes. Uh, which I haven't seen yet, and you have, because I get them delivered in chunks of two. So. Um, yep, uh, the TiVo recorded one, and then Apple TV said, hey, here's a new two new episodes. I thought, oh, well, there you go. <laughs> and right. so, uh, right. uh, huzzah. Um, so I watched something this week that made me super nostalgic, and that was uh, the season finale, or two seasons. So, okay. So let me backtrack. Okay. So I've been watching this show. I had never seen it. And then I kept seeing snippets of it. And I was like, dude, it looks so funny. I have to watch it. I have to watch it. So finally, a year ago, I watched four seasons of Key and Peele. All of them. Oh, my gosh. That's an overload. <laughs> well, except each one's 20 minutes long. Right, right. right so but still. No big deal. Oh, my so gosh. So just in the course of like two or three weeks, maybe, just mm-hmm. every time I had a minute or 20, I would watch <laughs> an episode. So I watched from, because they were all on comedy, the co- comedy app channel that we have here in Canada. Mm, I see. Yeah. Okay. So I watched them all. Very funny. Ha, ha, ha. Then season five premiered, uh, whenever season five premiered, and... Uh, yeah, so I've been watching them weekly as they come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, season five started in July. Da-da-da-da-da. Um, so the other day, I watched episode 10, which turned out to be an actual double episode 10 and 11. And number 11 is called The End. And I was like, huh, hmm. that's funny. Why would they go? Oh, well, it's the end of the season. And then when I saw the episode itself the last couple of minutes i'm like wait what wait what that that seems like a series ender like it was super sentimental and the way they did it was very funny yet had its poignancy mm-hmm. and i was like hey what how come they and so i just looked on side reel hi side reel and it says series concluded oh yeah so i'm like oh can't peel so, yeah, I heard. Uh, I heard that they were 
I think I might have heard from a co-work, actually, maybe, uh, that they were stopping doing their show. Right. So, and yeah. doing, so... I don't know what they're doing instead, though. Are they... I, I, I have no idea. Are they doing more acting things? Together? And, yeah. Well, you've seen Fargo, right? Yeah, that's the thing I was just thinking of. Yeah, yeah Fargo. they were so great not together. So I'm just reading. So the Atlantic.com had an article that came out yesterday, and it's called um, Goodbye and Thank You, Key and Peeled. Key and Peel. The sketch show's series finale embodied how well it balanced over-the-top comedy with truth-telling, and I agree without saying more about that. Um, it's likely 2015 will be remembered as a year of serious upheaval in TV comedy. John Stewart retiring, Letterman handli- handing his late-night spot to Stephen Colbert, and the beloved sitcom Parks and Rec coming to an end. But the departure of Key and Peel after five seasons deserves to be remembered as the biggest loss of them all because it was the only example of a show ending when it still had so much originality and energy left. Mm. Uh, they had good reasons to call it quits. They could make the rare, dignified decision to end the show on a high note. Both are embarking on big film projects. Oh. But that didn't make Thursday night's series finale any less sad, as the episode demonstrated how much the show had grown and evolved into a comedy classic since its start in 2012. So that's how I felt. I felt when I got to the end, even though I knew it was the season finale, I was mm-hmm. like, why am I so sad? And then I realized, you know, concluded means concluded. Hmm. Yeah, it was it was a pretty great show. I don't know how much you've seen or if you've uh, just seen snippets. Uh, zero. Uh, my actually my total exposure to Keen Peel is their appearance in Fargo. That was my first. Right. And I <laughs> saw a bit uh, with uh, angry Obama translator yes. or something like that, and on sure. on the on the YouTube, and that's it. So I've seen one bit <laughs> from their show and uh, their appearance on Fargo. It's and that's not it. even their funniest. Like I, oh, no. I mean, it's fine, but mm-hmm. oh, you know. Well, I'm jealous. You're a you're a key and peel virgin, so you can watch the key mm-hmm. and the peel anytime you like. And hopefully, Comedy Central has them all, and you can watch them all. But um, yeah, it's the kind of thing that you know. It's like for me, it's probably like the IT crowd, where if I'm bored and I've got 20 minutes to kill and I want to laugh, I just throw that on. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so maybe you can you can daisy pick through key and peel too. It's funny. They do a good job, and it just mm-hmm. got stronger as the seasons went on. They Spe- changed the format, and it mm-hmm. just got a little more mature. Speaking of daisies, uh, there are uh, two new shows this week. Uh, the first one, and hence the daisy reference, is uh, Bastard Executioner, because, you know, you'll be pushing up daisies, I guess. Right. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, Best Time Ever with Neil Patrick Harris. Both of Which them, I will watch. Uh, both of them uh, appear on the same uh, day at the same time, uh, Tuesday at 10 p.m., uh, Bastard Executioner being on FX, and Best Time Ever with Neil Patrick Harris at uh, on NBC. Which I will watch. Yep, I will uh, definitely watch uh, Bastard Executioner. It because it's you know <laughs> fantasy, and uh, sure. we'll see what's going on there. I like the Vikings, for example. It's on ooh, what network? Is it History? It's on uh, FX. Oh, Vikings is okay. No, oh no, Vikings. Yeah, I think is on History. I, I thought you meant Bastard Executioner. Yep. It's on FX. And so, uh, you know, that was uh, every. My impression was that it was the 
that it was the poor man's Game of Thrones, and it kind of is, I guess. But it was still very engaging, well shot, well acted. So I'm uh, hopeful. The Vikings was, you yeah, mean. yeah. Uh, yep. So I'm hopeful that Bastard Executioner will be likewise. You know, I haven't read anything about the show, no reviews or anything, but uh, I, it seems like um, everybody's executing their fantasy properties well. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm uh, looking forward to how uh, that's executed. Get it? And so, uh, <laughs> uh, with, you bastard. <laughs> with that, we are out of time. All right, you can find us at thirty minute oh facebook dot com forward slash thirty minute series and tell us what you're watching. Yes, please. Tell us what we should be watching. We listen because we care. <laughs> that's exactly correct. <laughs> All right, I will talk to you next week. Okay, okay. Okay, bye. Bye, bye.